We all have the same 24 hours in a day. Are you getting done what needs to get done? If you feel like you can never get ahead, stay tuned as we talk with professional organizer Kelly Butler about how time blocking has helped her boost her productivity. Welcome to Cocktails in Containers, your source for organizing strategies perfectly paired with a cocktail. And now, here's your host, whose favorite book is Tequila Mockingbird, Christy Lingo. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Cocktails and Containers. This episode actually came out of a question in my Cocktails and Containers Facebook group. And, you know, if somebody asks a question, there's probably one or two other people out there that would also like the answer to that question. So we made it an episode. You might recognize Kelly. She's been on the show a couple other times, but most notably, she always helps me kick off the new year along with another local professional organizer, Lori Cella. But today she's all by herself and we are going to talk about time blocking because this is something that she's done for about the past year and a half that's really, really helped her to focus in and get more done. And I think it could be really beneficial for you too. And before we start talking to Kelly, I just want to say welcome to everyone who is listening today. My name is Christy Lingo. I'm a mom, business, and productivity coach, professional organizer, and mom to two boys ages six and eight. I am passionate about giving you actionable steps so that you can organize and simplify your home life in order to do more of what you love with who you love. Because that's what it's all about for me. I love that I'm able to help people, but I also love that I'm able to check out and spend some quality, intentional family time. And I find that being organized and having a simpler life really helps me to do exactly that. And my friend Kelly would probably agree too. Kelly is the owner and lead organizer behind The Joyful Sort here in Columbus, Ohio. She's a mother of boys also, a donut aficionado, and an occasional yogi. After 10 years in the talent acquisition field, she decided to combine her love of helping others with her passion for organization and her business, The Joyful Sort, was born. Remember, you can connect with Kelly, get today's cocktail recipe, and explore past episodes by visiting the show notes, which are available at podcast.cocktailsandcontainers.com. And now, let's dive into our Time Blocking for Beginners conversation with Kelly Butler. Kelly Butler from The Joyful Sort, thank you so much for coming back to Cocktails and Containers to talk about time blocking. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, so this episode was inspired because you mentioned the last two years on our goal setting (laughs) and our, you know, kicking off the new year episodes that you were going to start trying time blocking and that you did. And somebody in the Facebook group, when I was asking, you know, what, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to hear about on the podcast? One of them's like, I want to know more about that time blocking that Kelly was talking about. So of course I went to you to see how it's working for you and how something like that might be able to help us manage our time a little bit better. Yes, totally. But first, of course, we are going to have a little cocktail recipe. And you had mentioned that you really like margaritas. Is that right? I love margaritas. I will have a margarita 
any day of the week. Yeah, any particular reason, any particular place that you've had one that you really like? So this is kind of funny. My mother-in-law, my in-laws have a lake house in Indiana and my mother-in-law is like famous for her margarita recipe. They are very strong. You only need (laughs) need a lot of ice to water it down, but they're delicious. And she always has a pitcher ready for us when we roll up to the lake house on the summer weekends. And so, um, yeah, I just, I love them. They make me think of like happy, relaxed, sunshine time and we all need that I think right now in <laughs> absolutely in winter, in so. the, like winter almost spring anyway. and you know yeah. of course it, it never would have occurred to me to go to Indiana for great margaritas right. but apparently <laughs> I know can. I know a gal yeah <laughs> <laughs> well that's awesome you also mentioned that you like time and so what you have brought to us today is a honey time margarita, which I think is perfect as we roll into spring and people are thinking about herbs. And I was saying to you before we started, you know, last week's episode was all about planning and organizing your garden. And we did a rosemary infused simple syrup. This week, our honey thyme margarita is going to start with a honey and thyme infused simple syrup. So we're going to start by making that, which is a half a cup of water and a half a cup of honey, along with six three inch sprigs of thyme. You're going to put all of that into a heavy bottom saucepan, bring it to a simmer so that the honey will dissolve with the water. So it's all just like one thing. You can't see that honey sitting in there anymore. And then remove it from the heat once it's all mixed in together. Leave that thyme in there and let it sort of infuse that simple syrup for 30 minutes. Then you want to strain out the thyme. Usually if you use something like a a fine mesh sieve or something like that, you can get all those big pieces of thyme out there. But that, that flavor, those oils from the herbs will still be behind. And then you want to put that simple syrup into an airtight container. I usually use a mason jar and put it in the fridge. And usually it'll keep for a couple of weeks as long as you keep it cool. And of course, you want to wait until it's cool to make the margaritas. So I recommend making the syrup the day before if this is something that you like to do. Kelly mentioned that National Margarita Day is on the horizon. If you're wanting to make these for National Margarita Day or for Cinco de Mayo or something like that, make the simple syrup ahead of time so you aren't disappointed. So once you've got that made, you're going to assemble your margarita. You're going to fill a cocktail shaker with ice and then add in one and a half ounces of silver tequila. That is the clear tequila. If you are just looking like it's clear or it's yellow, it's the clear tequila. Three quarters of an ounce of fresh squeezed lime juice, three quarters of an ounce of fresh squeezed grapefruit juice, which I loved about this episode, Mm -hmm. about this recipe. A half ounce of orange liqueur. So that would be like a triple sec or a Cointreau. And then a half ounce of that honey thyme simple syrup. And you shake all of that in a a cocktail container full of ice, and then you want to strain it out over fresh ice. Now, of course, if you want to rim your glass, do that before you pour it in there. (laughs) And you want to use a little bit of the alcohol, or if you've got a little of the lime or the grapefruit left, use that to make the salt stick because it's going to stick a lot better with the fruit juice or the alcohol. And there you go. There you've got a honey thyme margarita, which I think sounds absolutely delicious. Yes. It's sort of like a cross between um, a Palermo, a Paloma, Palermo, a Paloma <laughs> and a margarita because it's got yeah. that grapefruit in there. But I think it just sounds delightful. So thank you so much for introducing me to this recipe. Yeah. Of course, you can find this recipe and all the recipes that we do here on Cocktails and Containers by visiting the show notes, which are at podcast.cocktailsandcontainers.com. But now I'd like Kelly to just reintroduce herself to the listeners out there. Tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do. 
Sure. Um, so I am Kelly Butler. I'm a professional organizer here in Columbus. Um, my company is called The Joyful Sort. Um, started it a little over two years ago. Um, I'm a mom of two little boys. So between running a business and family life, we've, we've got a lot going on. Things can get pretty busy. So I'm excited to talk about how I've kind of um, started to manage my time a little bit better recently. It, yeah, it totally is one of the things I think that whether you are a mom that stays home with your kids or you're a mom that works outside the house, it never seems like there's enough hours no. in the day to do things. <laughs> and the fact is, is that we all have the same amount of time. Like we all have the same 24 hours. It's just, how are we structuring that time? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really from what I know now, admittedly, I am not a time blocker. Um, and so I am just as interested to learn about your methods as the listeners are out there. And actually this episode, as I said, was prompted by a question from Dawn in the Cocktails and Containers Facebook group when I said, you know, what are some topics you want to talk about? Mm -hmm. And so can you give me a brief description of what exactly time blocking is and how it might differ from just like scheduling on a regular calendar? Yeah. So, so to me, calendar scheduling is more one-off. It's like I have a dentist appointment on Monday at 10 and my son has Cub Scouts on Wednesday at seven. And, you know, those are kind of the things that you pencil in and know that you have commitment wise. Time blocking is more micro. It's taking the tasks or the to-dos that you have on a given week or a given day and then assigning them specific chunks of time where you're really focusing in and getting things done and kind of narrowing down. It, it helps to basically, at least for me, prioritize a big <laughs> to-do list and make it seem much more manageable. Well, and I think one thing too is we put off tasks because we either think they're going to take a really long time right. or we don't have time to get them done. So I think that if you block out the time, it's that rule, what's it called? Parkinson's law. The yeah, work, yeah. Work expands to fit the time allowed. So if you allow yourself an hour on Saturday morning to you know, fold the laundry and get it all put mm -hmm. away, you're going to get it done in that hour just mentally because your brain is going to think like, I have this hour to do it. But if you just have it in a laundry basket. Today, there, I have to get the laundry done. Right. You know, a hundred other things might pop up throughout the day and it's the end of the day and you're wondering, what did I get done? Yeah, <laughs> what did I, I do? Done. The laundry's still not folded. So. <laughs> right. And I had all this time and I had the same amount of time as this person, other person on social media. Why are right. they getting to go out tonight? And yeah. I'm not, right? Right. So what is the greatest personal benefit that you've seen by sort of taking over this time blocking and really, you know, uh, prioritizing your schedule? Yeah. So I, I read some where when I was kind of first looking into doing this or, or how I would go about doing it, that time blocking is really just about honoring your priorities. And I loved that so much because that's exactly what I felt like I needed. <laughs> um, my natural tendency, I think, is just to kind of want to do all the things all at once. Like I'm actually a multitasker to a fault. <laughs> um, so again, this just helps me narrow down so that I feel good about what I accomplish at the end of the day. Um, I'm definitely having that you know, there's that classic Saved by the Bell episode where Jesse Spano is like freaking out about there never being any time. And like, <laughs> I feel like I had way too many of those days, like probably more than I should admit as somebody who helps people like simplify for a living, but, <laughs> but Hey, um, and I still do have those days from time to time, but I definitely have noticed that when those come up, it's because I haven't taken the time to like prep and plan and really map out my week and make sure that I'm being realistic about what I can actually accomplish in the time that I do have. 
Well, and I think too, and by the way, if I see you promoting diet pills on yeah. Instagram, <laughs> right? I'm going to come after you, Jesse Spano. <laughs> so we're going to have to have a little, little intervention, but no, I think that sometimes if you're just looking at a calendar, you may not feel like you got much done, but if you're mm -hmm. blocking out your time and you sort of have it, you know, prioritized and you're really getting those things done that you need to get done, you're going to feel more confident and you're just going to feel better about yourself. Like I did something, I got something accomplished. Right. Exactly. I actually got through all those things that are really important because a lot of times if we're just kind of doing what we're doing, again, those aren't the things that are really moving us forward. And right. it doesn't have to be like work related necessarily. It could be just home related or, you know, if we're not prioritizing spending time with our spouses or things like that, like mm -hmm. if we're not putting it on the calendar and blocking out that time for it, we may feel like, well, why am I falling so behind? Why am I feeling like I'm getting nothing done? Right. But when you can see in, in color-coded form, yes. you've got all of this stuff done, it's going to make you feel more confident and it's going to make you feel more energized to keep moving right. forward, I think. Yep, totally. Yeah, that's a great benefit that I've seen too, is it, it just makes me feel like I have I have my stuff together a little bit more and that keeps me going from day to day. So, <laughs> well, and I think that, you know, you were saying I'm the same way. I, my husband was always like, there are times when I feel like if your clients came into the house, they would be like, why are you a professional organizer? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, but I think it gives me great empathy with my clients. Yeah, totally. You know, they, they know that I am not perfect. I know I don't try to be, but you know, like I, I have systems in place and I can, I can reset easily. And mm -hmm. that's one thing that, that, having a schedule or like you're doing time blocking can really help you get on folk. You know, you block out time to hit the reset button and yes. then you know that you can move forward. And that might yes. be something that somebody who is not doing time blocking may not be experiencing. Sure. So if somebody is very interested in this idea, because like I said, I wasn't super familiar with it. Um, personally, I know that you had mentioned it. Mm -hmm. I have another friend, Amy Landino, who's very big into time blocking. Like she does from the minute she wakes up to the minute mm -hmm. she goes to bed in like 15 minute increments. Oh, wow. Um, that's overwhelming to me. But if somebody <laughs> just wants to get started, like the easy peasy method, how yeah. do you recommend to them, you know, where is a place to start? Are there any resources or apps or books that you would recommend? Sure. Um, I actually, honestly, like a lot of things, I kind of went to Pinterest and there's a ton of great blog posts out there on time blocking. And the thing is that it's just like you mentioned with your friend, it's, it's going to look a little bit different for everybody. Some people can take it down to 15 minute increments. Some people might want to do an hour chunk or whatever, but for like the basic overall idea, there's some really great blog posts that kind of lay that out there. And it's kind of fun to see what, what other people are doing and kind of how they're breaking their day up. And I think that's a great resource for that too. Um, Abby over at Abby organizes, she has, it's just a girl in her blog. She has a great um, single sheet printable that she offers to get you started. If you're like a very visual paper person and you like to see it all written down, it's just literally like line by line hours of the day where you can chunk out that time as needed. Um, personally, like I live by my Google calendar, my Google calendar app, because it's, possible to customize different categories and color code, which is like a great thing for me. So I have different calendars basically for like family stuff, client sessions, business stuff that I need to work on. And so it's just a great visual to see how my week is going to lay out, how a particular day is going to lay out. So that's the one, you know, if you are kind of a tech person, if you're okay with doing some of that stuff on your phone or your computer, that's my go-to, um, but again, paper planners, you know, you kind of have the same idea there too. Everybody's different in that sense. So 
Yeah. So are you a, like from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed girl? I'm not, I mean, loosely, I guess I should say, like, I, I definitely have like my morning routine. Like I put my workouts on there. Um, and again, it doesn't happen every single day, but, but it's on there. Um, and then like, I have like the, the block of getting my kids fed and out the door to school. And then every day I respond to emails between eight fifteen and eight thirty, And then I have another email block. It's more, I guess, batched, um, tasks for me. Um, I know, you know, what specific days I'm going to be with clients and sessions on longer days. I have, I started doing, um, what I call finance Friday, where Friday is like my office day for, for my business. And so every Friday at some point I take one hour and that's when I catch up on things like invoicing and running payroll. And if I have to make a quarterly tax payment, but, but again, it all falls within that one hour block that I know that's, that's my focus for that time. That's when I'm going to get it done. So I'm a little bit more flexible with it, I would say, because, um, you know, stuff comes up. It's, life, you're always going to have <laughs> calls from the nurse's office or somebody needs to reschedule something. So I do think that time blocking in general, it sounds like it might be a little bit restrictive, but, but I think once you start doing it, you start to see that you do have that flexibility to kind of address those things. And I think like with all things organizing, you start simple, you start basic. Yeah. Like, you know, I remember when I asked you if you wanted to come back on and talk about this, you're like, well, I, you know, I don't feel like I'm an expert on this yet. And I was like, I think that you're perfect if somebody hasn't started this yet, because right. you're a couple of extra steps ahead of the person who hasn't started at all. Yep. And I preach all the time. I know you've heard me say it. I know I'm pretty sure that you have said it, like start simple, start totally. with like, this is my self-care this is my family yes. time, this is yep. my work time, and this is my like computer time or whatever, yes. you know? And then you can work into the nitty gritty as you get more accustomed to breaking your day up like that. But yeah, yeah. I totally agree. I think that that is perfect. And I think that you've given us a lot of really great resources here. I'm excited to see how you continue to evolve in your time blocking. And I'm sure everybody else out there wants to follow you too. So where can they find you online and on social yeah. media? So on social media, you can find me at the joyful sort on Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest. And then my website is the joyful Excellent. Thank you so much for spending Thank a little time you. with us again today. Oh, yeah. Always. Happy time blocking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to Kelly for coming back to share with us her tips on time blocking. Let's do a quick review of what she suggested for us so we can get started. First, time blocking is about creating blocks of time in your calendar for specific activities. It's taking to-dos and assigning them to those specific chunks of time. The greatest benefit of time blocking that Kelly has seen is that she's now honoring her priorities. She's getting done what needs to get done and feeling like she's actually moving forward rather than just spinning her wheels or falling behind. There are tons of different methods out there for time blocking, like blocking every 15 minute increment from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed or creating hour long blocks for activities during your work hours. Kelly suggests going to Pinterest and doing a bit of research to find a method that works for you. And if at first you don't succeed, remember, there's somebody out there that has an option for you. And of course, I have links to connect with Kelly, the blog post from Abby Lawson that she mentioned about time blocking, and today's cocktail recipe in the show notes, which are available at podcast.cocktailsandcontainers.com. 
And be sure to tune in next week when I'll be sharing my tips for prioritizing, creating balance, and time management. Until then, may all of your things be tidy and all of your cocktails strong. Cheers!